welcome to another episode of Chatting with the Constantins podcast on Anchor.fm. I'm your host, John Constantin, and today, for the first time in a long time, I have a special co-host. She is my daughter, the one and only. Hi, everyone. Desi Constant here. I hope you're all doing well, and happy February. Yeah. Wow. Tomorrow's Groundhog's Day. Is Ponce Tony Phil going to see his shadow or Dunkirk Dave? Those two have a conflict going on. You know that. You don't. You, you, they say Dunkirk Dave's the actual meteorologist or Ponce Tony Phil's actual meteorologist, but we got Todd Santos <laughs> from Channel 4. <laughs> What's up, Destiny? It's been a while. I'm doing good. I'm sorry I haven't been available. I know. I've, I've been winging it. I'm glad you brought me out of this creative block. Well, you seem like you needed help today. Yeah, I did. I was feeling, I don't know, like my anxiety was flaring up, but then I just got my Timmy Hortons and I just started to feel calm. And when you offered the help, I got really excited because sometimes anxiety can make you do crazy things like worry about things and and i i was diagnosed with anxiety and depression i've been pretty good on the depression part but the anxiety for me sometimes my brain just runs and runs and runs until i figure it out or if i fix it or if i get the correct answer and sometimes my wife and daughter tell me the answer but i have to figure it out on my own it's crazy but it's just part of life right Everybody gets nervous. And stress too. Stress stress will kill you. <laughs> so what's new? What you working on? I'm good. Yeah. Um, I'm teaching in the winter term. Um, so I've been working on my class and getting them ready. Um, it is midterm week. Um, it's week four classes already. I didn't like midterm week when I was in school. That was like super stressful. Okay. You got to have all your midterm projects in and sometimes you may need an extension and you don't know how the teacher's going to handle that. Wow. But that's part of going to school. Yeah. Um, I've been creating note sheets uh, to go along with the lecture notes to help them study for their tests this week, they're going to be taking a grammar test. Um, and they are starting to work on their final projects. So we're working on building their introduction paragraphs. Then the introduction paragraphs leads to a supporting thesis. And then you got the body. And then you got the conclusion. And then you got the reference page. And my, uh, <laughs> sometimes teachers are kind of like, we need this, this, and this. So we, you need about 12 references and a thesaurus and a dictionary and a school website. Sometimes teachers, teachers know what they're doing. They're, they're, they're a good part of our learning, learning tool that, 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 that we need to learn. Well, luckily for my students, they do not need a reference page. <laughs> Um, but they will be learning APA paper formatting next week. Um, but they do not need no references. Nice. Um, I teach a pre-college English class. Um, it is a class for first-term students. Um, I do have a range of different students. Um, a big demographic. Um, I have students who are first-time college students and students are who are returning to uh, further their education and to gain more opportunities in life. Um, I teach a English class that goes over reading comprehension, the reading and writing process, and help them build their writing skills. Um, I also try to include some transferable skills, um, skills that they could take with them along their educational journey, but also uh, when they go back to work in the field they've chosen to. So I go over critical thinking, time management, 
um, organization, problem solving. And one of the big things uh, we went over last week was writing anxiety. Uh, many of my students are feeling really anxious about writing their final essay. Um, but one of the things I love about our final essay assignment is it's something that is related to them. It's a personal narrative essay um, based on why they believe a college degree would change their life. So it, it should, um, having a topic or assignment that is relevant to the student uh, will ease their um, anxiety or anticipation about completing the assignment, but they are still nervous because of the component. Uh, components. Uh, they still need an introduction paragraph with a thesis statement. Um, they need three full body paragraphs with a topic sentence, evidence, examples, uh, a concluding sentence, and they still need a conclusion paragraph. So they still have to craft a five paragraph essay, but the topic is related to them. So having a topic that is relevant to the students is helpful. Uh, for them, but to understand the assignment, but the writing component makes everybody nervous. Um, so last week we went over writing anxiety in the discussion board. Uh, they were giving a scenario about a student named Michelle and they needed to offer her um, advice about how to overcome her writing anxiety. So I thought I'd share a little bit of what I taught my students and what they learned. Um, I also have some news to share uh, later on. The news on chatting with the Constantins from Destiny Constantin. That's all coming up. <laughs> well, I got some news on my own, kid. And it's big. Really big. <laughs> I was watching the NFL Network today, and the GOAT finally called it a career after 22 seasons, after seven Super Bowl rings, countless AFC championships with the New England Patriots, and Tom Brady did not once mention New the New England Patriots. He's, he's retiring as a Tampa Bay Buccaneer. So that's a bigger story there than we need to dig into with the Kraft family and the Patriots, but... You know, I want to say congratulations to Tom Brady for having that successful career. Uh, he had a great coach in Belichick and a great coach in his current one. Uh, he made the bus successful. But this year, coming into this football season, which is in a uh, long time from now, I'm still I'm still digesting the Bills uh, divisional game against the Chiefs. I actually lost my voice during that game, so it's taken me a while to record a podcast so I can have my strength and my voice back. But I went through so many emotions during that game. When they when they got behind, when they got up, when they took the lead finally from Josh Allen to Gabriel Davis, that go-ahead touchdown, and then see how fired up Josh Allen got on the side of the on the sidelines with the guys. That team battled, and I mean battled. They put on a show. I personally believe Josh Allen outdueled Patrick Mahomes in that game. But, you know, overtime rules, they have to look at that's. But Josh is like, it's a game, you know. It's just a game. And then I was reading a cryptic message on Twitter. He says, pain. So I'm taking it as that he's going to come back and destroy the league <laughs> because he's so mad at what happened. And, and you can't blame Josh. He done everything possible he can do. Coaching staff was great. You know, it's sad that Brian Dayball got the head coach in, in, uh, for the Giants. Um, the Bills promoted Ken Dorsey as Josh Allen's new offensive coordinator. So congrats to him. I thought the season coming into the new season might be lost without an offensive coordinator, but I guess Josh Allen handpicked his own. So I, I believe we're going to be okay. And also 
if you look back in the Bills history, from the time we had Joe Ferguson and them where they had okay seasons back in the 60s leading up into the 70s and late 80s, we got Jim Kelly and Marv Levy. The only reason why that team was so successful is because the coaching of Marv Levy, Jim Kelly, the play of Jim Kelly. It took time to build consistency. And I see that here with Sean McDermott and Sean and uh, Josh Allen. Again, if you look back in the late 80s, going into the early 90s, the Bills struggled. They made playoffs and they lost. They, they lost a couple AFC divisional rounds. And then coming into the 90s, that's when the Bills got really hot. That's when the team really gelled. So it takes a good two, three years for a team to gel, maybe four to get everything down pat. It's just like having a job. You go through tra training class for about six months, come out of training class, and you start learning a job. So it takes a good year to know your job pretty well, and that's basically what's going on with the Bills. So I see that history progressing and going a lot farther, and I just want to wish them a great season next year. And congrats to the team for ma making it to the divisional round. We had a long run, and I hope to see a lot more of Josh Allen and the team coming up in September. And I hope I get a birthday wish and they win their first home game. But I, I'm still upset. I'm still torn, but it's football. Now we got to look forward to the Bengals and the Rams. And the second second time in history that a home team gets to play in where the Super Bowl is located at. But the home team is becoming a visitor team because they fluff every year. So it's still kind of cool to play in your own stadium. Let's be honest. Now, in my opinion, if the Bills put a dome on a on a on the stadium or build a dome with the stadium, they might be able to host the Super Bowl. Just saying, that's the trajectory. That's what it's looking like. Also, in wrestling news, if you caught the Royal Rumble on Saturday, the first match was okay. I, I'm I'm gonna let you know how I feel. I'm not. I'm still not sold on WWE in the direction that they're going with their wrestlers or storylines, but the beast Brock Lesnar is PO and I mean, PO he got screwed by Paul Heyman and Roman Reigns. So now is Paul Heyman back with Roman Reigns and his whole special counsel deal that acknowledge me bull BS and the men's Royal rumble. I was expecting to see more superstars come back or bring up, people from nxt i didn't see that but then again brock lesnar's news is a match comes back gets another type of title opportunity and the woman's the woman's royal rumble was awesome got to see some legends and i was shocked that ronda rossi actually came back and i we actually saw leader come back and you know ronda and brock are going to the rumble brock has another opportunity at an elimination chamber fight for a title it, they always want to put the belt on Brock. I don't understand why. They have such young talent in that locker room that they could put the belt on and carry that company. But my feeling is AEW is still the best promotion out there, period. They put on pay-per-view matches on TBS and TNT every week, week in, week out. For example, look at Beach Break that just happened. Cody Rhodes and Sammy Guevara. That was a five-star match. The, the whole car was a five-star match between the different wrestlers and the main event. AEW is the future of professional wrestling, guys. Point blank, period. That's my opinion, and I'm sticking to it. So, Desi, you said you had some breaking news you wanted to share on Chatting with the Constantins on Anchor.fm? Yes, I do. Well, we got to give the people what they want, kid. We got to give the people <laughs> what they want. What, what? <laughs> um, I am going to try my absolute best. I am working on revamping my schedule and time management skills. Um, But next week will be a You Bacon article out on Coffee House Writers. Oh, yeah. Um, for a chocolate caramel peanut butter cake uh, that is decorated in a winter wonderland theme. 
Is that the one we just ate that was so good with the peanut butter filling? Yes, it's the one you just ate. <laughs> oh my god, guys. I had to get three cups of coffee eating that cake. It was so good. And I mean really good. I'm sorry, go ahead. It's a chocolate cake with chopped peanuts and caramel chips, a peanut butter cream filling with eggnog buttercream in the middle and vanilla buttercream on the outside uh, with blue icing and snowflake candy decorations uh, with a sugar cookie in the middle, snowflake sugar cookie in the middle. Uh, That will be out next week. And I'm going to start working on the Linux Mysteries again. Oh, yeah? You going to need my help with that? For my February submission. Oh, yeah? You you need help? (laughs) I don't don't know yet. Um, But if you have not read our Linux Mystery Story, um, it is inspired by Dad's idea. so it is a uh, short murder mystery series I started uh, in October of 2020. Um, it's about a detective, um, a detective who went to college for computer science, but got involved. Um, in the homicide division because of his grandmother's passing. Um, something in his gut always told him that his grandmother's death wasn't natural. And he always felt like someone um, hurt her potentially or potential murder happened. Um, so he goes on a mystery journey uh, with his buddy and they try to uh, dive into grandmother's past um, through dreams and finding a old journal and photographs. Um, so if it is a fun mystery that I have enjoyed working on, um, it um, has memories of dad's grandmother, my great grandmother in it. Um, and it's a fun mystery story. I don't know where I'm taking it yet. I don't know how it's going to end. Um, but there is uh, fun dream visions, uh, hints of the rural 20s, clothing. There's a secret library. Um, I, have was- a secret, I have a secret library in there because I am. Um, that was a cool part. I am um, a book nerd, and uh, libraries are my favorite places. Uh, <laughs> so, Desi, now you, you you check the stats on Coffee House Writers on on the mystery, right? How uh, many views you have on there? Not in a while. Because um, I remember you told me you broke a record. I was just curious what the number was. I forgot the number actually, so I am gonna check. Um, but I appreciate all of you who read my baking articles, um, and of course my stories. Um, I appreciate it so much. Um, you don't know what it means to me. Um, I've always loved creating stories, but it took me a while, um, to know that I am a good writer and I do have what it takes to be um, a successful author. And um, even though I'm teaching right now, writing is still important for me. I'm trying to figure out how to have a teaching and a writing career because they're both things that I'm very passionate about. Um, It is tricky at times, but I am trying my absolute best um, Coffee House Writers has been a wonderful support, and they have allowed me uh, to change my submission schedule, so I am really appreciative, but um, no, it is 
a wonderful supportive writing community who have been by my side since I started. Um, I have strengthened my writing tremendously with world building, um, creating characters. I used to be so bad at dialogue. Uh, dialogue was one of the hardest things for me to learn uh, because I kept wanting to write it like a perfect sentence, but I've learned that dialogue should be written as if someone was actually speaking it live in person. Um, so that was something that I had to learn. Um, but, you know, I have wonderful editors. Um, they have taught me how to edit myself, um, which has helped me be strong, become a stronger editor for not only creative writing, but it helps me edit and give feedback on my students' papers as well. Um, my computer's running slow today. Uh, I turned it on and it was running slow. It took a while for it to load. Um, the memory's getting too full on that thing. Or maybe it's running a virus scan in the background. That's possible. But um, anyways, the Lennox uh, Mystery Series has 11 parts already published in Coffeehouse Writers. Um, well, looking at part 11, it's up to 660 readers. That's awesome. And I'm going to show me my profile so I can go back to the first one. Uh, I recently just checked. Um, I've been thinking a lot about my young adult fantasy novel. Um, I started at I'm Not a Girl, about, uh, well, since it's 2022. Um, I started it uh, almost four years ago. Um, and when I first started at Coffee House Writers, I put the first three chapters on there. And I checked it the other day for curiosity uh, because I'm thinking about making changes. Um, but I'm knowing girl is already up to over 2,000 readers. Wow, that's a lot. So if it has 2,000 readers, do you think you want to make changes? Because that's a lot, ain't it? Yes, it's a lot. I'm still go around my idea, but yeah, you can always run with your idea. You might get more readers. <laughs> okay, so I actually wrote the first part of the Lennox Mysteries in October 23rd, 2019. Yeah, what's the number on that one? It is 1031. Wow. I wonder if we should turn that into a book. Can we turn that into a book? Of course we can. We don't, we don't have to worry about editing. It's already edited, right? <laughs> Just put together the manual with, the, with so many chapters. Uh, well, of course, I would check it again. Um, yeah. Uh, I've learned the hard way that a book should be checked a thousand times. Um, a thousand not times? Not literally a thousand times, but at least three. Yeah. <laughs> not literally a thousand, but at least three. Yeah. You gotta give it the once over before you do the final submission, right? Yeah, especially with format changes. Yeah. Is there anything else you want to go over, honey? Oh, yeah. I got, got a lot. What's you got? You got more breaking news on Chat with the Constants on Anchor.fm? What, what? I, I got a few things to share. Yeah? What you um, got? Besides Coffee House Writers, um, I'm going to... My next submission is February 16th, so go work out on the next for February. Mm -hmm. Um... 
and I am going to slowly go back to doing book review projects. Um, That's cool. It's probably going to take me longer to read and review, but I'm going to slowly go back to book review projects. It's something I miss. Um, I have two February. Um, I get the opportunity to read uh, two young adult novels by authors who are starting out their writing career. Um, Chances are and Wildfire. Um, so I'm going to be working on those. And I'm going to be promising. Yeah, I like the cover design. I like the summary. Nice. Um, and um, I'm going to be doing a book review for Functional Fictional. Anything you want to share on that one or, or, or is this like the same one? No, um, I'm going to finish the story I started. Um, oh, okay. Remember I talked about the death in Potter Woods? Oh, yeah. You want to uh, finish that one, right? Yeah, I uh, I stopped reading it when the holidays came in. I'm going to go back to it. Oh, okay. Is it, is it good so far? Yeah, it's good. How, um, how, how's the writing? Is the writing pretty pretty solid? You know, it's written differently. It's written differently for a mystery book. Um, the story starts off with a author named Tabitha visiting. Um, she is a nonfiction writer who cares about the environment. Um, and she's She's got a background in history, too. And Potter Woods goes back uh, many, many years uh, owned by um, a family. And over the years, some of the property got sold. Um, and the rewards were given to um, the next generation of, of slaves. Um, and there's some uh, Native American history in there too. Um, and, that was interesting. And there's a person who is pretending to be Robin Hood, oh. and he feels like the way the property was disputed was wrong, and he thinks that money should go to a Native American conservative for education. Um, so he wants the whole town, well, not the whole town, but everyone who ever received some type of fund from it to give, give the money back. Um, there's also a property owner who wants to build on Potter Woods. Uh, but there's a young college student who tied herself into the tree and built a tent in there and is protesting. So you want to find out what happens. And the last chapter I read, there was a fire. Oh, no. And I think the if I remember right, um, there is a fire in the school where they found old artifacts. And there's a murder mystery in here, too, which I'm trying to figure out who did it. Um, I'm trying to figure out the connection between this Robin Hood theme and the murder mystery. So this author has you stumped pretty good. Yeah, and the, the author in the book, Tabitha, she went into an old school building and found some artifacts. Mm -hmm. And then while she's in there, I remember someone started a fire. Oh, no. So we have a mystery person on our hands. Yeah. At first, I thought it was actually the author who's doing this, but I don't think it's her. No? You, th you think it's somebody else? 
Because if she's in the school and someone set the fire, she can't set the fire herself. No. Hmm. Unless she's got a partner. Might be. It might be. Hmm. That's something you got to figure out, huh? Yeah. Um, I love trying to figure it out. Um, <laughs> but if you write a mystery book that I can't figure out right away, it must you're be on, good. You're on a roll. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Everybody um, has a different writing style and how they want to portray their book, right? Yes. And one of the characteristics about this book is the town has um, a newspaper mm-hmm. and the writer actually shows clippings of what they're writing in the newspaper. So you get the news about what's happening in town through those ah. little experts of the newspaper, which is neat. The plot thickens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but anyways, I wanted to go back to my class and how they learned about writing anxiety last week. Um, I actually have writing anxiety. I Just because I haven't actually worked on a story in a long time um, for the last, uh, let me see, I started doing holiday articles in September. So September, October, November, December, January. For the last five months, I've been publishing bacon articles for the holiday season. Um, and I decided to do that because I knew I wouldn't have so much time to continue working on the story because I was preparing for my teaching job. Um, but I'm actually nervous about going back to writing. Um, you know, I write every day. I, you know, got to write classroom announcements and uh, I do my bacon articles, but I haven't worked on a book review or story in about five, six months. So, I'm feeling a little nervous about going back to it. Um, you know, when you step away for so long, you, you get nervous. Um, but um, lately, uh, my mind's been racing my ideas for some reason. I don't know why. Um, but I keep writing notes down in my phone. Um, <laughs> and it's time to put those um, into my story, into paper um but you know the one thing um one thing i tell um i tell my students is to remember that i'm here to support them and uh for you i know you um you know for me i got dad to support me he's um he's my uh bouncing ideas buddy um you know, sometimes I even ask my best friend if she thinks this would be good in a story. Uh, <laughs> you know, but you do have support. Support is important. Um, I actually was watching a Hallmark movie last night. And um, that's, that's funny because we watch Hallmark movies and we get inspired by Hallmark movies, whatever, whatever the storyline is. Yeah, um, I... I know this is going to sound funny because it's February, but I'm still watching my Christmas movies. Um, and I was watching Blake Shelton's Time for Them to Come Home for Christmas. Mm-hmm. And the woman in the movie um, has uh, gotten an accident and has amnesia. But um, when the nurse gave her a journal so she can write down things that she does remember about her life or when they come back, um, so she was writing in the journal and whatever she had a flashback or a memory came back and there was one scene where she, well a memory she had where she remembers telling her sister at Thanksgiving no it was the Christmas before she remembered telling her sister that she decided to leave her job and do writing full time and her sister was arguing with her um asking if she could really make this a career if it could be full-time and she thought she was silly and ridiculous for going for it 
And that's one thing I am very appreciative of that mom and dad has always supported me. Um, you know, they supported me when I um, decided to uh, really uh, start writing and that I wanted to try coffee house writers to see if I could really work on creating wonderful stories that everyone would love. Uh, they supported me when I first published a book, um, when I first published a poem, when I first published a short story, when I created my first mystery story, Murder by Cupcake. Um, you know, I've always had support from family and friends no matter what I did. And that is something that's very, very important. You know, you want to be able to tell someone um, what you're doing, um, the progress you're making. You want to discuss it. You want to get their ideas. You want their emotional and uh, physical support. And it's very, when you have someone's support, it, it gives you the motivation to keep doing it. And it also gives you acknowledgement that you are doing something right that you are going for your dreams. Um, so that's one thing to always remember. You just realized uh, I, I, I have your back no matter what. No, I don't <laughs> just realize that. But, but the one, I was just saying that I'm thankful mm -hmm. um, because I told my students that they have my support Mm -hmm. And I know that they that their family is rooting for them. Mm -hmm. um, and when I saw that her sister in the movie wasn't appreciative, I felt bad for her. And it just made me think how grateful and blessed I am. That's all. I know. Um, and, and, and it's always, you know, you know, like you said, it's always good to talk to somebody. The other the other tip I want to give is like. Journal. Like journal your feelings in a book, write them down uh, on your notepad or journal book. It, you know, that makes you release some of that anxiety. That's a good idea for me. I should write. Holy crap. I come up with something good, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> um, I actually told one of my students that yesterday. Um, I And journaling is not only a way to release what you're feeling. That's how I started writing. Um, but it's also a way for you to improve your writing skills. Um, it gives you the ability to, um, you know, be emotionally connected to your writing, but also you can practice your grammar, you can practice your sentence structure, um, where punctuation goes. Um, I even told a student, even if they're making simple um, to-do lists, it's just a way to practice their writing so they can build on their skills. Um, another thing is uh, one of my students suggested this in their discussion post is to, you know, just remember to take a deep breath. You know, um, I know creative writing is different than assignment, but take a deep breath, uh, you know, read over, well, if it's an assignment, you got to read over the directions. But if you're just doing creative writing, um, either one, actually, I was trying to show my students how to use the outline. So even if you're creative writing or you're working on academic papers, outlines are a wonderful pre-writing strategy. Um, an outline is um, something that you can build a roadmap for whatever you're writing. You know, it's a way for you to jot down uh, requirements if there's you know, assignment requirements, but um, it, it will become your roadmap. You can say, you know, I want to include this in the introduction, this in the body, this in conclusion. Uh, for creative writing, you use outlines for, um, you know, I want to design a character just like her. She's brave, she's strong, she's afraid. Uh, what's her motivation? What's going to be her backstory? Um, you know, what kind of world I want to build? What kind of characters? Uh, think about audience, you know, outlines are like a roadmap. Um, um, my students just learned a whole bunch of pre-writing strategies last week. We went over free writing 
brainstorming, mind mapping, um, outlining lists. Um, Teaching the bubble method. The bubble method. Yeah, when when I took your, uh, this course, a while, like a long time ago, one of my instructors told us to do like bubbles and branch out from the bubbles. Oh, that's called mind mapping. And yes, they learn mind mapping. I, I, I call it bubbles. <laughs> um, you do draw a circle or a bubble, but um, yes. Um, uh, for education purposes and what they learned, it's called uh, mind mapping or clustering. Um, At least I remember something from school. Yes. Um, <laughs> also, you need to... You know, writing is a, uh, this is something I tell my students every week, writing is a complex process, and it does take a while to be efficient, to be um, not good at it, but it takes a lot of practice to, oh, excuse me, it takes a lot of practice to be better at it. Um you know, um, don't don't be angry at yourself if you get something wrong. Uh, don't be so hard on yourself. Um, I've learned that the hard way. Oh, um, process. Now, <laughs> can we bring some tech into this, like using programs like Grammarly to help with writing, if to to help you with punctuations and stuff like that. Yes, uh, Grammarly is a free and there's a paid version. Uh, but the free version, you know, it will help you your grammar. It would tell you if you have a verb in the past tense or if you're missing a verb. Um, it would tell you when you need a comma. Um, but even though you're using a program, you have to remember that the program is doing it on a technical aspect. Um, so it will not tell you if a sentence doesn't sound right. It will not tell, it would ask, it would help you like rephrase it, but you need to know that, you know, you're not writing complete. It will tell you a sentence fragment, but you need to know how to fix that sentence fragment. It will not tell you how to fix it. It would tell you I have a sentence fragment, but it won't tell you how to fix it. Um, you need to know that each sentence contains a subject, a verb, and an object. Uh, it would not tell you, it would tell you if you have a spelling error or a grammar error, but it would not tell you if, you know, you're set, if you're on the right track in writing to meet the requirements, uh, if a sentence doesn't sound right, or if you're missing details or things like that. So, I, I want you to be able to use these programs just as, you know, that final check. Um, proofread yourself first. Uh, don't rely on Grammarly or another program to be your only editing uh, source. Or spell check either, because sometimes spell check could be wrong as well. Um, so don't use it to help you but don't rely on it that's good advice um, and the best thing to do is to have a positive mindset you know don't get frustrated and say well i don't know how to do this so i'm going to fail don't do that um have a positive mindset um Remember why you're doing this. Remember that it's your dream or it's your opportunity to go for something that you wanted. Um, have a positive mindset. If you think positive, it will help you be more productive, but it will also give you the motivation to actually do it. When you have a negative mindset, you procrastinate um, because you already got in your head that you're not going to do well. Um, you know, there's your teacher, there's your, uh, there's tutoring services, 
Um, you know, many uh, colleges use smart tutoring service. Um, I also work for a tutoring service called Tutor Me. Um, there is support. Um, if you're doing career of writing, join your writing community. Uh-huh. You know, there's a, um, I have coffeehouse writers, but I also have a young adult author group um, that a friend uh, recommended for me um, on Facebook. So I have two writing communities. Um, and also be prepared. You know, if it's a class assignment, you know, make sure you read your lecture notes, any handouts or study materials teachers give you. Um, take notes while you are reading. Um, but the most, the most important thing, um, most important thing is that um, writing is a life skill that is always going to be a part of your life. Um, you know, um, you may not be a creative writer, but, you know, you still need to learn these writing skills to write emails, to communicate effectively, to write reports for your job. Uh, it's still something that is available to learn. That's um, the most important thing. You know, and, um, you know, there are ways to get better, um, you know, journaling, um, using uh, pre-writing strategies, um, uh, peer, re peer review workshops. Uh, peer review workshops is something I'm going to be building for my class uh, in week six. Uh, but it's, it's something, you can do this with creative writing too. Um, it's the workshop where you get to share your writing with someone else so they can read your work and give you feedback um, to make notes of where you may need to add or if you have an error. Um, it also helps you learn how to give positive feedback to someone else and give them adding advice. Um, so it's valuable for the person reading um, your paper and for yourself. Uh. Hey. Hmm. You forgot the most important thing. Hmm. Got to have confidence in yourself. Well, I said believe in yourself. Self-confidence is the most important <laughs> thing. Well, I said believe in yourself. I said that instead of confidence. <laughs> That's the um, same thing. Tomato, yeah. tomato. Yes. You know, the, I, I, I could tell you when times got really dark for me, all I did was just close my eyes and just breathe or I pictured myself being there fixing something you know I've said this before on on the podcast sometimes it just takes that moment to walk away to 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 calm down and rethink your steps rethink your strategy and then it it just comes and it, it's just a nice even flow after you figure it all out and it takes time and it's like if things get really tough talk to somebody talk to a counselor Talk to your parents. I've been seeing advertisement on TV for better help. It's an online counseling service. If you find yourself to that point, talk to somebody. You know, it might help you get you through the day or the next day. But always, always, always have a conversation with somebody. Tell them how you're feeling. They may, they may not have the right answer or what you're looking for, but at least they're there to listen to what you're going through and you know the mental health is is getting stronger now with this trying trying to figure out how to navigate through this pandemic i i was reading on my local news today the moderna shot is, is a full fully approved vaccine for COVID 19 which is a game changer and i i was reading or i'm sorry i was seeing a lot of a lot of young people quitting their jobs i'm like Okay, you're not happy, but are you financially stable to quit your job and do something else? But that's their that's their life choice. That's what they have to live with. But 
it, it when they leave, it creates an opportunity for somebody else. A company made an investment in that person, and they a- end up quitting. They lose their investment, so they have to go and reinvest, and hopefully, that person gives them a good return on their investment. But other than that, you know, I, I've I've always I've always had this quote. And I find it to be very helpful in times. Dreams do come true if you want them to come true. Just think about that for a moment. You you have a big dream that you want to achieve. Make it come true. Work for it. My daughter's a great example. She had a dream. She worked for it. She got it. And it can happen to you. All it takes is time, patience. To quote Sean McDermott, trust the process. Everything comes clear in the end. Right, Tess? Yes. If you want something, you have to go for it and earn it. You got to put in the time, the effort. It, It just doesn't get handed to you. You have to work hard to get it. Anything else you want to share with our listeners? Um, oh, yes. Um, what you got? Break it down. Break it down. <laughs> uh, I just want to apologize for all our fans. I know our website um, has not been updated in a while. Um, there hasn't been any new contact added. Um, so I have on my to-do list this week to uh, work on updating it. And I want to do a few uh, blog posts. Um, I want to tell you about my uh, favorite, uh, f- top five favorite books for 2021. Um, recommend uh, new romantic comedies uh, that are coming out for this month since it's Valentine's Day. Um, I'll do one of those. Uh, Caitlin taught me these, the WW uh, Wednesday posts where you talk about what you just read. Uh, what you're currently reading and what book you think uh, you're reading next. Um, I'm going to put Valentine's Crossword Puzzle up. Uh, I know there hasn't been a crossword puzzle in a while. Uh, but I'm going to be slowly adding new things for all of you. And and I just want to say thank you for taking the time out of your day to stream us on whatever you're listening to, inviting us into your earbuds, your car radio, uh, wherever you get our podcast from, obviously we're on Anchor.fm, Spotify, Apple, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, uh, Overcast, uh, Radio Public, you know all those other sites or wherever you, like I said, wherever you get your podcast. And and just thank you for taking the time to listen. Hopefully we give you some great tips, great advice, and just thank you thank you for the support thank you for listening when when you listen to our podcast share it out to your friends uh please enjoy our great library that we have masked up over the year and so many months we've been doing this we just want to say thank you thank you thank you thank you and again thank you for listening to chatting with the Constantins, hosted by Destiny and John Constantin on anchor.fm. Until you, next time. Thank you, everyone, and have a wonderful week.